All right, day 110, that's day 123 since Joe promised he wouldn't abandon Americans. He did. There are hundreds of them still there. Military families are still there. Thousands of green card uh, holders uh, trapped behind enemy lines. Our Afghan allies now being you know, killed in the streets in broad daylight. Women and, and girls have lost all their rights now in the new Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, and now we have another terrorist training ground area, uh, which will come back to haunt us when I cannot predict, just like open borders. Anyway, glad you're with us. A lot of ground to cover. Uh, Dr. Oz on the program today, he's announced he's running for the nomination to be the Republican uh, Senate candidate in less than a year in the great state of Pennsylvania. We'll check in with him. Is Mitch McConnell and uh, his Republican buddies in the Senate going to help Schumer on the debt ceiling this time again? Lindsey Graham did not support it the last time. He'll give us an update on what's going on there with that. Uh, also, the economy. I mean, you know, uh, actually, Lindsey Graham did a good job. He's the ranking member of the Budget Committee and rightly has pointed out that he has got the CBO to score Build Back Better New Green Deal Socialism exactly the way it should be scored. In other words, they're using accounting gimmicks, as they often do. By the way, this is a trick of government all the time. You always have promised, you know, for example, border security, if, and, and as part of it, you're going to have amnesty. Immediately you get the amnesty, and you never get the border security. This is pre-Trump. You know, same thing with, well, we're going to have massive spending reductions. Um, but you always get the tax increase. You never get the spending reduction. In this case... They're using accounting gimmicks. In other words, as if these these new rights that they want to bestow in their Marxism, socialism, redistributionism, new Green Deal, socialism, Marxism, whatever you want to call it, statism. And then you think that you think these laws are going to sunset out? No. When you get to the real cost of what it, what this means to the American economy, the cost is staggering. Penn uh, Wharton. I mean, one of the best business schools, probably the best business school in the country. Uh, they did a budget model, and they're not playing games like they do in Congress. Anyway, and the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget, and now the CBO is going to do it this way as well. But in the Penn Wharton case and the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget case, they each concluded when you score this bill out 10 years, it doesn't cost $1.75 trillion. It's not going to cost you zero. It's going to cost anywhere between four point three and four point eight trillion dollars. Now, maybe that'll be ammunition that Joe Manchin can use to tell his party to pound sand. We can't afford it because he keeps saying he cares about the budget and he keeps saying that they're going too fast. This this whole the whole bill is a fraud. Committee for Responsible Federal Budget says it's four point eight trillion well, it's not one point. That's the one point seven five. That's not even the three point five, which is what they wanted. Anyway, we'll have a lot more on this. And then, you know, and Biden and his whole economic team of idiots, he's got the dumbest people around him, you know, out there saying that this is this is going to help stop inflation and it's going to lower energy costs. No, it's not. Just the opposite is going to occur. And if you think it's bad now. In terms of supply chain, a 31-year high with inflation, you know, gas prices up about a buck fifty a gallon, 20, 25, 30 bucks more you pay to fill up your tank. And then, of course, heat your homes, 
It's going to cost anywhere between 500 and 1000 bucks. I, you know, I have a fireplace in my house. I had the wood guy drop off some wood recently. And he says, you have no idea. I, don't, I can't keep up because so many people now anticipating and seeing the higher cost of heating their homes, they're deciding to now that wood is cheaper. And they're getting cords of wood delivered to their house like I did. I just like it because I like a fire. Um, no, I'm not a pyromaniac. Um, anyway, and then Biden's ridiculous comments, you know, likening the holiday supply shortage to Christmas toy fads as he brings up here. I'm listening to him. I'm like, is there anything else you're going to tell us that that makes us feel better comparing it to the cabbage patch kids or the beanie babies? Uh, that's not what the problem is, Joe. And then, by the way, in one California city, rising prices overshadow the economy's strength. And this is this is a huge problem. That's Santa Clarita, California. You know, as the economy picks up momentum. Anyway, inflation fears washing over the divided city in Los Angeles. Spending is strong, but they're acknowledging everybody's being more financially secure because of what's going on with the economy. Now, the Fed chair, Jerome uh, Powell, has said that, you know, tapering timeline won't disrupt the markets. But, you know, ostensibly, even he said, stop saying it's transitory inflation. It's not. It's real. You know, Biden saying that's not what's happening about the, when we see the media coverage of empty store shelves. The media is not it's, it's not like these these news networks are going in there, cleaning out the shelves and taking a picture of it and say, see, there's nothing here. No, the shelves are actually empty. And I know from my own shopping, which I do myself, that it's it's harder to find a lot of products that are usually readily available. It's unbelievable. Biden saying, if you watch the news, you might think store shelves are empty across the country. That's not what happened. It's happening. Well, it is happening. I went to my drugstore recently, and there are sections of the drugstore where they normally have products that have nothing on the shelves. Nothing. And it's not like they have extra space all of a sudden. They have the same amount of space. Biden calling inflation a worldwide challenge. No, it's a challenge that of his making in large part because of his idiotic, imbecilic energy policies. You know, now, now his answer is to lash out again at the gas and oil industry and charge them more. Well, what do you think they're going to do with, with the increase that in, in license fees, et cetera? It's going to cost them more to produce a a barrel of oil. You are making them less competitive. How many more times does OPEC have to say no before you finally get it? They're not going to increase production. Why? Because they want oil at high prices because it's more money in their pocket. Just like begging Russia the way you have been begging them. It's humiliating, you know, giving Vladimir Putin a waiver while simultaneously firing uh, Americans that work in the energy sector. Uh, You just can't make any of this up. It's a disaster. Every single one of these problems is preventable and every one of them is an unmitigated disaster. And the people that are getting crushed the hardest are poor and middle class Americans. They deserve better than this. You know, maybe maybe for some of you out there that never liked Donald Trump's style, guess what? We'd still be energy independent and a net exporter of energy. You know, it's funny. I misspoke last night on TV 
and I and I gave the wrong date when we, we achieved energy independence. I said, you know, at the start of COVID or something, I don't know, made some mistake. Uh, but when Donald Trump left office and the months leading up to him leaving, he didn't wasn't importing any oil from Saudi Arabia. So I said it wrong. So I will correct the record. There you go. You know, I love these people uh, over at fake news CNN. The thing is, is they're more obsessed with with why don't they work on their own problems like their crappy ratings? Maybe that would help them instead of trying. You know, I guess they figure if they put up my face on on fake news CNN, maybe they'll get more eyeballs because people think they're watching Fox. I don't know. But it's so programming is just awful. Then you got flip-flop Fauci. This, this was a great moment yesterday when Jen Psaki brought along her special guest, the ever so wrong, so often lying, flip-flopping Anthony Fauci, who should have been fired a long time ago. The great and powerful Oz Fauci was actually questioned about why the requirement to test foreign visitors for COVID wasn't being applied at the southern border. This is Fauci's answer. It's okay that they're not being tested because that's a different issue. I'm like, what? What's the point of checking anybody then? Well, we're going to check these people, but not these people. The new regulation, if you want to call it that, says Fauci, is that everybody and anybody who's coming into the country needs to get tested within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. What about the people that don't take a plane? What about the people that just walk across the border with the assistance of Joe Biden's administration? Anyway, the reporter says, what about people that don't take a plane? And these border crosses are coming in huge numbers. We have, we're going to reach like a 30-year record high. Fauci, you know, that's a different issue. We still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border, so there are protections at the border, and you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. We don't have that there. Well, apparently we have them in overcrowded cages, uh, Mr. Fauci. If you just open your eyes and pull your head out of, you know, your latest press conference for five seconds and learn something. And I wonder when Fauci hasn't been on the front lines of COVID. Hasn't even been close. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Now, you, you heard Governor DeSantis in the lead into the show today. He's not going to allow all these mandates to be applied down in Florida. And, you know, Omicron is spreading. Well, the people that are observing Omicron in South Africa, the top medical professionals, if we're following the science, what they are reporting as of now is that it might be more contagious, but the symptoms are more mild. That's what they're that's what they're saying. If it stays that way on Tuesday, the WHO, which, by the way, we shouldn't give a penny to said Omicron cases so far have been mild. They're saying the same thing. There's no evidence vaccines won't be effective against serious illness from the new strain. But again, this is only uh, let's follow the science, but only when the science is convenient to whatever the political argument is at the time. Because if we're following the science, the CDC, last time I checked, was about 162 kids between 5 and 11 had died from COVID at about at the same rate of kids that die from the flu. I don't want any kid to die. But it's, again, the one thing that held true throughout all of this, the people most vulnerable to this virus are people overweight, older people, pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, or compromised immune systems. That's it. In Israel, officials say a Pfizer booster provides 90% protection against severe illnesses from Omicron, but they also have another study 
of nearly 800,000 people as it relates to the Delta variant that that shows that having natural immunity was 27 times more effective in battling Delta, especially because Delta had breakthrough cases. People that, in other words, had been fully vaccinated were, were getting were getting COVID-19 positive tests back. I mean, with less hospitalizations. But again, what's the ne- what, what is the next variant going to bring us? We don't know. Um, by the way, Donald Trump put an end to this. And, and by the way, if you actually read the book and you read what Mark Meadows said, Mark Meadows did rightly point out, apparently, I did not know this at the time, that, you know, the media is saying that Trump deliberately put Joe Biden's life in danger. No. All right. He got a positive test three days before his debate with Biden. So to make sure it was accurate, Trump took a second covid test. By the way, they do have something called false positives. I know people that have had false positives anyway. His second test came back negative. So in all these reports, you're hearing a claim that Trump tested positive before he debated Biden and the mob and the media. This is outrageous. Trump tested positive for COVID a few days before the debate. Well, they're forgetting that he got tested again and he showed up negative. Good grief. The Guardian reporting that the new book by Mark Meadows reveals Trump did, in fact, test positive for COVID-19, but then tested negative. <laughs> the story Trump said in a statement, the story of me having COVID prior to or during the first debate is fake news. In fact, the test revealed I did not have COVID prior to the debate. You know, then you got these idiots on MSDNC, John Heileman. Republicans trashed Fauci because they don't want COVID to go away. If COVID goes away right now, that's bad for Republicans. Uh, nothing would make me happier as a conservative. Nobody wants COVID. I don't want anyone that hates my guts to get COVID. I want everybody to live, even if they're going to spend every hour, every second minute of every day trying to get me fired. I'd be happy if you're alive attacking me. Good grief. Legacy Box, one of the, you know, simple, safe way. You can preserve every single family memory you have. It couldn't be easier. They make it simple. Now, all you have to do is go to LegacyBox.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll save an incredible 65%. They're going to send you a box. Then you go into your garage and you go into your closets and you go into your attic and you find every single family photo that you have, every home video movie that you have, every you know, reel-to-reel tape, whatever you have, you put it in the box. And what they'll do is they will hand-digitize all of your family memories that have been collecting dust and some even wasting away. You get the originals back, and you will literally be preserving family memories for generations to come. And people in the future will love you for it because they'll get to see their great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother and grandfather. Anyway, just go to LegacyBox.com slash Hannity right now. 65% savings, and you can do it for Christmas. That's LegacyBox.com slash Hannity. 65% off while supplies last.